0: Teebulient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Today's riff is Resilience and Flexibility, being able to go with the flow. Now, the irony of this is right as I was about to sit down to record this episode, my landlord shows up and is making all of this racket, drilling and carrying on. I'm like, oh my God, I have to sit, I have to do this. I don't have time, and I can't believe that. I started to go, and then it was, stop. What is the episode you're going to talk about today? it's called resilience and flexibility. And I went, yeah, calm down. And I started doing other things. And what was great about that was I stopped spinning out. It was, okay, we're gonna shift our focus here. And then it got quiet and I was able to record. A few days prior, as I began to gather my thoughts for this episode, I found myself recalling a situation that occurred when I was about nine and change years old. You see there was an older boy I liked named Melvin who was a grade ahead of me. I lived in Brooklyn at the time and went to school around the corner from the Brooklyn Museum. One day I needed to go to the library. Back at that time, the entire block looked different. It looked very different than it does now. There was a hill with a ramp-like street you walked up to get into the museum. And once you got up that stretch, you had the option of, if you weren't going to the museum, walking through this park. There was a park that was between the museum and the library, and you could walk through that and then downstairs to get around to the front of the library and it was way higher up off the street. And I used to love doing that when I was a kid because I felt like I was kind of like undercover in a way and I was way up off the street and I could look over and see what was going down but not being detected. Going back, one day on a winter afternoon with lots of snow and ice on the ground, I walked blissfully next to the man of my choice, the older boy who looked at me like I had it going on. I mean, come on. The man of my dreams offered to walk me to the library, which was out of his way. (laughs) I see the scene as plain as day. Me in my long, hot red plaid coat with my book bag on my shoulder, the very one I slung to protect myself against Venus, the bully. Yes, I had that famous bully slayer book bag on my very shoulder. Also, toting my sort of matching red plaid metal lunchbox. Walking next to the man of my dreams, Melvin! Oh my gosh, I was so happy. I I know I was bouncing as I walked. Chitter-chattering along as we walked up that hilly path. And we got almost up to the top of the hill. And wha! Down I went, doing the roller coaster on my butt down the entire hill of ice and snow, followed by my lunchbox as it hit, opened up, and out popped my thermos, both sliding down behind me and coming to a slow stop at the hill's bottom and upon my head. Clunk! As I assessed the damage, I was mortified, and I heard the high-pitched screeching shrieking of an 11-year-old boy laughing and looking down on me as I pulled my wet coat closed and gathered my belongings. In those days, thermoses were lined with glass on the inside, and mine was totally in shambles. But I remember getting up calmly, walking back up that hill, facing the screeching, shrieking, laughing boy of 11, and continuing on to the library. I didn't cry, run away, or hide. How was I able to handle that at such a young age? Well, I had already experienced the absolute worst that could have happened to me less than a year before, which was a brutal lesson on why it is necessary to be resilient and flexible. I will go into to more detail on that in a future episode, so stay tuned, episode 20 to be exact. Oh, and yes, that screeching, shrieking boy walked me the rest of the way to the library, but I seem to remember the hot romance cool down after that. Now, it might have been on both our parts. He might have been like, oh, she's a doofus, but I was looking at him a little differently too. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, I tell you, those were the days, eh? But come to think of it, flexibility is something we once exhibited without thinking. Otherwise, we would have never gotten past crawling. I mean, what if, as a toddler, you said to yourself, Okay, I rolled over, sat up, and now I got this crawling thing happening. I can zip through the room the fastest ever. I can trip people up because they can't see me coming all the time. <laughs> I can look cute in my four wheel knees and hands buggy. Got my mommy and everybody ooing and cooing and an I'm man. I'm a bad mo- Ooh, I can't say that word yet. But hey, this crawling thing is the bomb. And it's gonna stay that way. Because if I try to stand up, I'm gonna fall. And I can't, I can't, I can't fall. It's gonna hurt. And I definitely ain't even thinking about walking. Because that's even more falling. Because the people, the people, the people gonna laugh at me. <laughs> what? if you thought that as a toddler you would have only gone as far as you could crawl and you get my drift we so do that as adults i'm not gonna try that or i can't get over that or i won't let anyone in i don't trust anybody enough to let them close because i got so hurt the last time i let someone so get next to me never again i'm lonely We do that all the time. We whine about what we don't want to happen. We're not gonna try this. We're not gonna open ourselves up to live our best lives because we set up so many roadblocks to being able to enjoy being happy or even trying to figure out what that means because we're already saying, no, I'm not going to try. We become very inflexible As adults. And the older the adult is, the more inflexible you can be if you have not looked into any other kind of way of being. And I mean, thank goodness we hadn't learned how to get in our own way when we were new on the scene. We went from gurgling infants to rolling over to sitting up, crawling to standing to walking to running. Though we fell countless times, we kept on getting up. And yes, our bodies were built to withstand all that falling at that that age. But our minds, our minds are as resilient and flexible as we train them to be. We have to become more aware of what we are thinking. Becoming more flexible and resilient are great assets and tools to cultivate, especially in life. Long as you live in, you need to figure out how to be flexible and resilient because you know how life goes. It can be like whoa. And what it actually boils down to is being able to go with the flow. Resisting what is causes a great deal of pain and suffering. Yet nowhere in the definition of either word, resilience or flexibility, is there Anything that says you have to like it, that is contingent, being flexible and and resilient is being contingent upon whether we like something. It ain't social media, y'all. Flexibility and resilience is not contingent upon whether we agree or think something is right. Flexibility asks us to be able to work within a given situation, often with ingredients and or people we don't like. It asks, can we do it with grace? Without making us bend all out of shape in a stressful or anxious manner, but actually be, being able to go with the flow of it. You know, if you're assigned on your job to work in a team and there are people in that team that you don't personally like, you have to figure out how to be flexible because the bigger picture is getting the task done. But we don't always translate that to our human existence (laughs) and our human being. We don't always realize that we have to become more flexible in our viewpoints and how we view things. You know, and resilience says, yes, you've been knocked in the teeth by a situation or situations, by a person or persons. You are hurting bad. Yes. Yes, you are. How long are you going to stay in pain? How long are you going to nurse your wounds? Is staying in the dumps rectifying the situation? Do you want to continue feeling bad? Do you want precious moments of your gift of life decaying into the abyss? Resilience says, get up, rise and get up. And make a beautiful melody out of those discordant, sounds you've been dealt. Resilience is the discovery of your ultimate strength. What helps you to get your flexibility and resilience, muscles, in shape? Well, for starters, you have to make a decision to do so. You have to make a decision to make it so. I am going to get my flexibility and resilience, muscles, in shape, but it can't be like that gym membership you don't use. It has to be something that you are conscious of all the time. So you've made a decision. I want to become more flexible. I want to be resilient when things happen that knock me down. I want those things. I am going to do it. So then you made that decision. And the first order of business underneath that is inspecting your mindset. Are you a half glass full? or a half glass empty kind of thinker? Do you tend to or always see the worst in situations and people? Are you a trusting person or are you always looking sideways at others, behind your back, under the bed or in the closets for something bad to happen? Like thoughts draw like things. What you spend in thought energy currency draws its equivalent. Now this ain't the greatest example I'm getting ready to to share with you, but it is an examination or actually a spotlight on how you spend your thought energy currency can flip and change a situation. So this example is a very light and small one. You feel a cold coming, and already you begin anticipating how bad it's gonna get, and you mentally go through your proven checklist on why it's gonna be really bad. I didn't get my flu shot. I have a sore throat and that's always an indication. I haven't been getting enough sleep. Somebody honked on me on the train. They sneezed right in my face. And it goes on, ABC, XYZ, the list goes on and on. Why you are getting ready to have your worst call ever day in and day out. You spin this in your mind constantly. It's constantly in conversation. Every time you talk to somebody, you're starting to blow your nose. Yeah, I got a cold coming. Oh, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be really bad. Uh, You know, this is is constantly on your thought how bad this cold is going to be. But you do nothing in self-care to ward it off. You're slogging every day to and from work, handling family and other matters. And before you know it, bam, now you're sick. Ugh. And you have to take off because you can't get out of the bed. Now, the opposite possible scenario, flexing your flexibility muscles, because, okay, here comes something that's unwanted. How flexible can you be in your mindset? How flexible can you be in your procedures, in dealing with what's coming toward you? You feel a cold coming on and you begin doing the things you know will either circumvent that cold or at least soften the blow. So for you, what does that look like? Maybe saying no when you mean no to someone or some people or canceling if you already said yes so you can go take care of yourself and bounce back or drinking more tea and going to bed earlier or if you're a meds or herbal supplement home remedy kind of person, get that happening immediately or any combination of things to bounce back from or push away the onset of a cold. Being flexible with all the things going on in your life to take and make the time to work with yourself to make sure you are as healthy as possible and as on point in your self-care. So instead of saying to yourself, oh man, this cold is coming and it's gonna be bad, being flexible and rolling with the flow is okay I feel a cold coming let me do what I can so that I can stop it make it not as bad put the focus on being well as opposed to inviting the sickness by saying you're gonna be sick number two recall times when you were resilient after a disappointment or a tough challenge. Think of all the times when you found yourself in a situation that was challenging or difficult, yet you rose above it. And it doesn't have to be a huge, huge, huge thing, but something you saw as an obstacle and you were able to rise above it. Think of those times that you were working or dealing with extremely unpleasant, difficult people who were sapping your spirit, yet you triumphed And we're able to quote Maya Angelou and say, and still I rise. Think of those times. It could be something like you're online for service. And when you get up to the front and it's your turn, the person's really nasty. So you can respond by being as nasty as they, or you can figure out, okay, how can I work within this situation? How can I be flexible? Because when I'm flexible, that's going to make me resilient because I'm going to overcome whatever this obstacle is in front of me. And when you can look at times in your life where you were successful at doing that, that's a wonderful thing because this is already within the book of who you are. This exercise is using your life experience as an example of your resilience. And if you're struggling right now in life with intentions, and shifting your focus to your success, away from what's bad, you can bounce back. And if you can't find even one example of you exhibiting resilience in your lifetime, in your entire life, then there are many, many, many people with incredible stories of resilience and flexibility that will inspire you. For you see, resilience and flexibility go hand in hand. So number one, checking out what your thoughts are like, what kind of thoughts, what kind of thoughts do you feed yourself? That's, that's number one. After you've made the decision that you are going to become more flexible and resilient. Number two, looking in the story of your life, for examples of when you have been resilient and you have been flexible. Number three, Having a supporting group of folks in your lives, people who will remind you through example to look at that glass like it's half full and show or have shown themselves to be resilient and flexible. Note how they roll through life. Seek out people who are not complainers, but people who go about their business, they handle their business with an uplift and a pep in their step while you are also simultaneously beginning to shift your outlook, your mindset and attitude to become that which you wish to be. So to recap, you have to make the decision to be more flexible and resilient. Then you have to inspect your mindset. What kind of thinker are you? What kind of thoughts do you feed yourself moment to moment? Number two, recalling times when you were resilient and flexible a difficult time or a tough challenge. Number three, having a supporting group of people in your lives. And like I said, if you don't know anybody personally like that, then look to people's stories, biographies, interviews, videos of people that had challenges that were able to rise above those challenges and become more social. Join some groups. Join groups that have interests that you share. Maybe there are people in those groups that you connect with that help you along your uplifting way. And the fringe benefits are, as you become more resilient and flexible, you may find your stress and anxiety levels reduce because your need to push back and resist what is lessens and you begin to be able to go more with the flow of life you will also be in a better position to see and hear solutions as your focus shifts from naysayer to yes-it-is-possible-sayer. I once had a dude who used to say, if this stuff was easy, everybody would be doing it. Changing your thoughts, mental habits, and expectations ain't easy. Whew, it ain't easy. But it is doable with intention. Making the decision, I am going to make changes in my life that will serve me well. It's doable with intention, patience. Great googa you got to be patient. You got to be patient with yourself. You have to remember, you have been in a particular mindset for X amount of years. It's going to take some time to shift that. So you got to have patience with yourself. Have patience. Intention, patience, humor boy, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself because you funny. (laughs) Gotta have intention, patience, humor, and love. You gotta have love. You gotta have love for yourself. And if you don't have it, put that on your list with the flexibility and the resilience. Gotta have love in everything that you do. May you learn to bend like a reed in the wind. And on that note, I will take you into a guided meditation. Have with you whatever you like to hold. It could be a gemstone. It could be your favorite thing that you like to hold in your hand to remind you and focus of what your intention is. Sit or lie down or stand in a comfortable way. Feel yourself begin to let go, gently closing your eyes and breathing on your own time. And as you are breathing on your own time, You are listening to the sounds of the music and setting your intention here. It could be to be more flexible, to have more compassion, which is part of being flexible. Compassion for others, compassion for yourself breathe in deeply on the count of four one two three four and exhale one two three four repeat breathing in one two three four and exhaling one two three four Four, breathing in one, two, three, four, and exhaling two, three, four. One more time, breathing in two, three, four, and exhaling one, two, three, four. Continue to breathe in deeply. Remembering to note the sound of silence between your in-breath and your out-breath. Continue to breathe in deeply. And begin to say to yourself, I am flexible. Flexible. I am resilient. I am flexible. I am resilient. Breathing in. Remember this mantra when you are faced with difficulty and you find yourself being rigid and unyielding. I am flexible, I am resilient. I am resilient. Continue to breathe, remembering this mantra, I am flexible. flexible I am resilient I hold myself and others with great compassion I go with the flow of life I am a reed Bending in the wind. I hope our time together was soothing, relaxing, and illuminating for you. I welcome your comments and questions here or on social media. Be sure to tag Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness for a chance to have your comments read on a future episode. And to deepen your meditation experience with me, go to jackiebirdspiritualwellness.com, where you will find ebooks on stress relief, mindfulness, and personal growth. You can also book a Stress Buster's guided meditation session. If you dig the talk segment, guided meditation, and the music in this episode, those tracks are available on JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com also. In the meantime, thank you for listening, and remember to roll